it's JT, and I'm excited because I've just booked my flights and I'm coming to a city near you. I will be in Poland and Germany in July. Then I'll be in the UK and Scotland in August. Then I'll be making the trip over to the United States and Canada for September. If you would like a Bulletproof for BJJ seminar, contact us. Email jt at bulletproofforbjj.com and book your seminar today. Better listen very carefully. A good martial artist does not become tense, but ready. Essentially, at this point, the fight is over. So you pretty much flow with the goal. Who is worthy to be trusted with the secret to limitless power? I'm ready. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Bulletproof for BJJ podcast. Hi guys, I'm JT. Hey guys, I'm the other guy. <laughs> you don't have to worry about him. He's not that important to be honest. He's also known as Joey. I'm the voice of reason on this show. Allegedly. Allegedly. Rational. Well, level-headed. Sp- speaking of rash. Today, guys, we're talking about <laughs> staff and skin infections in ah, jiu-jitsu. The beauty of jiu-jitsu. Staphylococcus aureus. Ah, nice. That's the full name. Guys, I don't know if you've ever had this. Uh, I've had staff a couple of times and it's very much stigmatized, but I learned something. I believe we have staff here on the show with us today. <laughs> Yes. Correct me if I'm wrong. On my knee. <laughs> yeah. Welcome, staff. Hello. Um, yeah, it's it's one of those things, guys. It it happens every now and again. I was actually kneeling on mats on the weekend at a comp, uh, just on my left knee, and I was kneeling on it all day. It's just on the edge of the mat. Uh, the cleanliness of the mat was questionable. Because you're coaching, right? I was coaching at the comp. And that's why I'm a little bit husky. I haven't taken up, you know, pack a day smoking. But um, yeah, it's always the way yelling my lungs out. But the thing is, when you're in that gym environment, whether you're at your own gym or you're at a tournament, you're sweating. Mm. You're sweating all the time. And I was in there for maybe 10 hours. So we got in there a bit before nine, left at like seven. And it's a bit gross. You, if you've ever been to a jiu-jitsu tournament, you know it's a bit of an unhealthy – it's all the body heat and it's – There's not much airflow. No airflow. Usually in a trapped room. Yeah, and if you're not actually competing, if you're just standing around, it's – it's a little bit gross. And I didn't really think about it, but I was kneeling on that same knee all day, all day. And I got to the end of the day and I was like, oh, my knee's a bit sore. Like just at one point. And then, yeah, I had a shower that night, whatever. I woke up the next day. I had a little bit of a bump, like a lump on my knee. I was like, that's a bit sus. Then by the end of Sunday, it was like a little pimple, but around it was like more swollen, right? And so I'm like, God, fuck, it's staff. I had it before. I know straight away. You got to get on it, guys. Like you have to make sure that you treat it straight away, because a lot of people don't realize it can kill you. And if you've ever had stuff, not before, to alarm you guys, not to freak you out, but you're gonna fucking die. I mean, <laughs> you can. And what's crazy is I was actually just chatting because I I got to stay off the mats for the next week or a bit more. I've had you know I've got my antibiotics. I've got my antibiotic ointment. Talking with one of our guys, Nick, his father passed away because of staff. Misdiagnosed. He had actually had his um, back of his hand cut with a really kind of dirty sore and the bacteria had clearly gotten in there, his tradesman. And he didn't do – he cleaned it but he didn't do a whole lot about it and there was no ulcerating or swelling. But he got very sick and he got fever and chills and he was vomiting. Went to the doctor. Doctor didn't even look at the cut. And was like, oh, you've got uh, gastro. Sent him home. 12 hours later, 
he passed away. Wow. Rest in peace. Terrible. So for Nick, I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry, mate. He's like, look, it was eight years ago. These things happened. It's crazy. But I guess I want to put it out there, guys. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it can be very simple. Um, have you ever had any experience with staff at all, Joey? God, I'm, I, I know that I have, I, but I don't. Isn't it, you never had the one. The case. one time I, I remember something like that was actually when I went to a CrossFit gym in um, Rarotonga. Oh, in the Cook, in the Cook Islands, which oh, okay. is like in the tropics. Yeah, and um, tropical environment. It's just moist all the time. Oh yeah, and I remember doing you know fucking filthy savage CrossFit workout. This is I don't know ten years ago or something. Mm. You know I was wearing like shorts and we were doing a shitload of burpees. Ha! Huh. Imagine that CrossFit workout with burpees. Oh, in it. Imagine. Yeah, it's like a fucking jujitsu warm up with star jumps. <laughs> and, uh, Compulsory. Yeah. So I had these kind of pimples come up on the top of my thighs. Ah, interesting. And I remember being like, oh, I got little pimples, like popping these little pimples yeah, over the sure. next few days. And they just increasingly got worse and worse, worse and worse. Oh, God. And I don't know if it was staff. I, I remember going to, I was like, oh, this isn't good. Like it, it, it got pretty bad. Yep. And I went to a doctor and they're like, oh, you got any, I think they gave me some antibiotics. They, the guy couldn't really tell me anything. He was like, take these. Yes. And it fixed me up. But I'm like, okay, I'm pretty sure that was probably staff. Sure. I've been fortunate with jits. Had plenty of other things, but not that. Yeah, skin infections are a common thing and typically – I mean obviously, right, like for, for maybe the uninitiated who are like, oh, I'm in my first week of jiu-jitsu, I don't know what you're talking about. Sure. It's like bodies on mats, heaps of friction, you got things that can cut you, you got nails, you got even got the fabric of the gi yeah. which can just scrub, like it can take layers can of skin kind of off. graze your skin yeah, and yeah. that makes it – And you, don't, you wouldn't even notice, it's not like you're going to bleed from that. No. Necessarily. Well, unless it's Joey's cross face and then- Right, in which case, yeah, you wear that for a couple of weeks. Believe that. But obviously there's a huge amount, obviously, I sound like Alexander Volkanovsky. <laughs> well, obviously, <laughs> like everything, obviously. Yeah, it's like, well, wait, that wasn't obvious, Alexander. No, it wasn't. Um, you make me feel stupid now. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, shout out to the champ. Shout Alex, out to the Alex champ. the great Volkanovsky. He's coming up as the greatest of all time. Yeah. Got to give respect to that. Definitely. So there's a huge amount of bacteria going around the place. Jiu-jitsu is about as intimate as a sport can get yeah. with other people. Other people's bacteria. Yeah, and you're on these mats and these mats are not – like they're waterproof. Yeah. So whatever's on them stays, stays on, on them. them. So And then on you. Yeah, so you're exposed to a lot of shit. And, you know, no, it's not to be alarmist because, like I said, I've trained jits for, what, 14 years. And barely had it. Never really had it. And I've been cut, you know, plenty of times and just like, ah, oh, put some tape over it, keep going. And I, I, I personally don't pay a lot of attention to it and I've, I've always been all right, but – yeah, sometimes you do hear about these stories like what happened with you where it's like, oh, it was a pretty innocuous situation yeah. and it's ended up being staff and now I'm at the hospital. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, let's be clear on this, guys. A lot of There's a lot of stigma around it. So it's like, oh, it's a dirty mat. What you should know is there is staff on your skin right now. Like if we swabbed your nose, there's like it loves to live – it's in, like, what, in, is it in one mucus. in three people carries it in their sinus cavity? Yeah. I know I've got it. I got a test when I break my nose and they're like, yeah, you got staph. Yeah. Or you carry staph. Yeah, it likes to hide up in there, right? It's warm, it's moist, what's going on? But the truth is we have a natural level of immunity on our skin. But here's the other flip side on that. If you are sweating, your pores are open. And if you're kneeling and you're rubbing, there's a much greater chance for those bugs to bypass the layer and get in. It's like Stargate. The portal's only open for a little bit. Jump right yeah, through. Kurt Russell is the staff. <laughs> and he's like, I got to go. I got to go. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, for those of you out there who don't know Stargate, I'm sorry. I was missing out. That was amazing. <laughs> 
Back to the facts. <laughs> I learned something off this most recent thing because the doctor I went to, I've been doing jiu-jitsu for like almost 15 years and every time I would cop hell judgment if I would go to the doctor. I've had, I've had staff, this would be my sixth time and two times I had to go to the hospital. One time was actually a cut on my finger from plastic, hard plastic that contained fish. Mm. And yeah, seafood <laughs> has a lot of bacteria and my whole arm blew up. It was Disgusting. I just didn't really think about the cut until my arm was like double its size. If you could imagine, <laughs> ridiculous. Even triple XL shirts wouldn't fit those arms, mate. I couldn't even. I, wear, I couldn't even wear shirts. I the back of my hand was like a bloody water bend. <laughs> <laughs> I had like saggy fat man elbow. Like oh, just fluid. Oh, it was grotesque. Um, and so that's the thing. In these instances, if you don't do anything, it can kill you. You need to go to the hospital and they're going to put you on intravenous antibiotics and you've got to stay there for 24 hours or more. But I just learned something. If you have dry skin, I do have dry skin, and you are prone to eczema, you are five times more likely to get staph. Ah, yes. Joe has very good skin balance. He also has a, you know, a great skincare routine. No, I don't know. Ah, I appreciate that. Um, it's I have very interesting him. you say that. Because I, I have very dry skin and because of my allergies, I do have uh, I do get eczema from time to time. And no one had ever told me this. And this guy gave me a sheet which he gives to the parents of children who have um, uh, eczema. Right. And says that your kids are more likely to get skin infections. You have to take these steps to stop your kids getting sick. Wow, because the skin's not moisturised. So it's it not – cracks. So, yeah, it's yeah, okay. And makes, you lose that shield. Makes absolute sense. And he was saying that actually it's worthwhile to get uh, – you can get these body washes that form like a micro shield. Yeah. In the same way you put on sunscreen to block the sun, you can get body washes that leave like a residual thing that helps strengthen the immunity of your skin. Wow. And actually, here's the thing. I said to him, oh, bro, I shower all the time. And I was like, I shower three times a day. He's like, and he's that's like, the problem. Yeah, you're showering too much. You're actually getting rid of the natural immunity on your skin. And I thought I was doing the right thing. And he was like, well, no, you're better off potentially looking at getting these uh, antibacterial micro shields and different things that can help you. And this is the first time in 15 years I'm hearing this shit. Wow, like, it's huge. Yeah, it's massive. So if you're out there and, you, you know, you, you suffer with uh, dry skin or eczema, you've got to be particularly aware of these things. And the other thing is if you want a horror story, for anyone who's into it. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> um, actually, not, not so much a personal horror story, but if you want to Google… Randleman. Ran, Kevin Randleman. The staff almost pretty much ended his career. He had holes in his knees and shit, didn't he? And his Permanent back. holes, yeah. If you… If you if you Google Kevin Randleman staff, the photos are horrific. If you don't know who he is, first first Google Kevin Randleman suplex amazing. Fedor. Oh, just so you can see the greatest suplex of all time, all time. and then also the greatest recovery of oh, all yeah. time because Fedor just gets up and fucking kimuras him. He's like, yeah, I'm. A, I'm yeah. you want to break my neck? I'm gonna break your arm. Yeah, but then yeah, then look at the staff. It's it's incredible, people, and it's where you've got to take it seriously. I heard a real horror story. Do you tell your mate? Uh, what's his name? King Mo. MMA oh, fighter. Yes. Mo Lawal. Yeah. I think. Um, used to fight in Bellator or something. Yes, he did, yeah. He told a story once of a guy that he wrestled against in college. They were like Division One. The other guy was like top dog. He was top dog, super competitive thing. Apparently midway through the match, the, the guy's contact fell out. And no. I don't know if this was in the match with Mo or if it was in, the, in like a week or something before they were meant to fight or meant to wrestle. Anyway, the guy was like, oh – Pick the contact up, put it back in, keep going. 
Oh no! And uh, put staff picked it up with the thing. There was staff on on the contact, and it like because it was so easily, it, it just went straight to the brain, and it killed him in like a week. Oh my god! Yeah, which is hideous. That's oh, well, God. Well, that's the thing, right? And this is the thing you'll be careful of. Once it hits your bloodstream, it, it can you know it can travel to your vital organs very quickly, and. We don't really probably appreciate because we're so clean. Like our society's clean, depending on where you are in the world. If you're wherever you're listening to us from, if you have access to a shower and toilet, and are you train at a jujitsu gym there where they clean the mats, and you, you you live in a clean place, really. Man, horror story. My friend Raphael Burnett's French fighter. This is how he got his nickname, the Zombie. They went – this is the absolute MMA team. This is like ten, um, eight years ago. They went and trained at a rival team, like a bit of an inter-club training matchup. And they had a huge container full of gloves and pads and it never been washed. And it, I don't know how old it was, 10 years plus. And once you were done with all your sweaty pads and whatever, you just threw them in this big container. Never, never, ever cleaned. Yeah. And container can't breathe. Nah, and, yep. and even Raf was like, yeah, when we opened the container, the stink was like, oh, kind of like dead organism level stink. But they were like, oh, we're here, we've got to do this training. And you're sweating, you're moving. He was cutting weight. So this is another – it's very common for fighters to cut weight and get staff because their immune system bottoms out. Right. Immune system drops, they're more susceptible. Raf got punched in the face multiple times. Uh, just on his jaw and I'm telling you because I'd heard that that he got sick and I didn't know what was going on and he was at the gym he had to pull out from his fight I came in and it looked like there were pussy shards projecting from his face like literally not just pimples but like it looked like crystalline gunk pushing out of the side of his face I saw him kind of he had his back to me he turned, I went to shake his hand. I was like, oh, holy <laughs> shit, bro. What's going on with you? He's like, oh, man, they got stuff. Oh, I was like, what are you doing here? He's like, oh, I'm collecting my stuff, bro. I got I to gotta, you know, go to the hospital. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I felt so bad for him. And, 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 and it scarred him, scarred his face. Oh, wow. Grotesque. Anyway, he came back. He got to fight his fight eventually and he won that fight. But his nickname became... The zombie. The zombie. Because it was Scarface. so full on. Yeah. So, look, you can get other skin infections, right? Like ringworm is a thing. Ringworm is a huge thing. You've got to pay attention. There's a lot of people rocking around. We've talked about this, just walking barefoot everywhere. Yeah. And that's not on. Uh, yeah, I think like in terms of practical measures, they cannot – like you've got to bring flip-flops to the gym as well as your shoes. Yeah. and Or, or you know, or you, when you get off the mat, you put your shoes on to go to the toilet. Correct. And can't, like you cannot be walking off the mats, treading into the toilet. I'm a gym owner. Mm. We've been in gyms a long time. I'll tell you something. There's a, there's a phenomenon amongst males. It's known as the nervous whizzer. And it's just before the workout starts. Oh, yeah. I often do one before we start rolling. It's like, oh, yeah. oop, go do a nervous whizzer. Adrenaline's kicking in. Yep. This is a statistical fact. 97% of males, their accuracy will decrease by 11.5% with a nervous whizzer. <laughs> and what that equals is they just piss all over the toilet. Oh, God. It's like, oh, God, I've got to get back up on the mats. Just like, oh. And it's like, oh, yeah, do my best, like shake it off, get back up there. Oh, terrible. And it's like Atrocious. you're walking into the toilet 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and then you're walking back up to the mats and then you're triangling your mate. That's wrong. Or, you, you know, you're fucking scissor locking them. Like you're putting your feet everywhere. It's just not cool. So academy owners and, and people and students, athletes, everyone needs to be responsible for this. you got to have footwear from the mats to the bathroom. And you can't be walking into the gym for the evening training or the day's training with no shoes on. Yeah. You, you have to separate the outside environment from the mats. And the inside environment. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, look at it this way. There's bacteria everywhere, right? So we, we can't avoid that. But what we can do is like minimize the chance of it happening, you know, you know infection. Yeah. In the same way, you know, germ theory came in. You know, the people who were performing surgery on people with leprosy stopped delivering babies. Like, oh, that's, right. a, that's a good idea. Yeah. You know? Oh, a second. Yeah. <laughs> These babies have got leprosy. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> um, so it's important for us to think about what we do ourselves. Now, we all have our own individual practices. You know, I always make sure I've got um, antibacterial spray as well as wipes. But really, the optimum thing is just jump in the shower straight away but uh, after training but one of the things that i noticed in brazil was the pro guys would wear long sleeve uh, rashies under their geese and also spats because that was just another layer of defense against contacting the ground so i was like that's weird why are they doing that but then also i noticed for myself when i do it even though it's quite hot when you take it off you're taking all that bacteria off your skin as well mm. so that there's there's something to it helps yeah. and i guess you could make the point like if you are someone that has dry skin yeah. or eczema or psoriasis something like that yeah yeah man it's gonna it benefit you from taking that measure yeah definitely and it, look it's 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 challenging but I, I think for the best part most people out there trying to do the right thing yeah and then there's just one super grubby i actually had to kick a guy out so this is uh Right out in the suburbs of uh, outer, outer Victoria, Melbourne, Bayswater. Shout out Bayswater. King's MMA, or gym I used to coach at. And this guy, I don't know who he was. This was his first class. He never came back because I chewed him out. Because he literally had a bin, bintang um, <laughs> singlet. singlet on. Yep. He had Muay Thai shorts on. Which bintang, for, for those who don't know, is a beer in Thailand and it is a birthright that if you travel to Thailand as an Australian as an Australian that you are first drunk the whole time that you're there uh, but second that you come back with like six bintang singlets and you wear them around everywhere for the next 10 years terrible yeah. terrible human anyway he's just some young guy tradie kid well, pretty young dreadlocks already that's a hygiene issue right there yeah if you have dreadlocks I don't think it's advisable that's my take on it um Having said I rolled with a dread, guy with dreadlocks and one of his dreadlocks got in my mouth and I almost spewed. Mm, that's a good strategy. Not good. This guy literally got out of his ute, had work boots on, mud on his legs, took his work boots off, walked barefoot through a gravel car park, into the gym, upstairs and onto the mat. No shower, didn't get changed. I don't know if he wore – After the, a full day's work. I don't know if he wore the Muay Thai shorts to work but he definitely wore the Bintang single to work – covered in dirt and grime and he had grease behind his neck and all whatever and he you could see brown footprints on the mat when he walked on oh wow and i just went over to hoshi and i'm like hoshi this guy needs to go wash his feet and we're gonna have to clean the mats tell him to get out and yeah hoshi just pulled him to the side and then he just frankly left and then come back but i wasn't (laughs) i didn't have a problem with that because we've got to protect ourselves on the mat so if you know somebody you know the classic guys like 
oh, yeah, two a days. Yeah, it was clean enough. I, you know, I don't have to wash my I gear. I hung my gear out for a little while. Yeah, it's dried out and you're like, man, you smell. But we all know the less hygienic person on the mat. Yeah. Bring it up with your coach because that is bad for everybody. Sometimes those cats, they have a gear, their white gear is a little bit browned. Grey. And you, and you grab it and you grab – and I, I, I know of a couple of individuals I've trained with over the years and you grab their collar – and it's a bit slippery. You're like, oh, it's a bit grimy. There's it's, a layer there. Yeah, it's got this layer. Ugh. That's fucking rank. That's not good. So in the name of good hygiene, my friends, you know, we understand bacteria everywhere, but let's minimize because now I can't train for a week. Like I can lift some weights and stuff, but, I, you know, I can't take that on the mat. And so we don't want that to be your fate. But if you do find you get a bit of a pimple or a bit of a lump or anything, they're very strict on this with uh, wrestling. They never want to have, you know, if there's any sign that you might have staff, you're not training. So don't like be like, nah, it's fine. I'll just cover it up. No, that's the just worst. Don't tell anyone about it. <laughs> it's the worst. And also to your like for your own benefit, you could end up in hospital. And we're all about keeping people healthy here. So it's much better for you to go to the doctor, get your flucoxin or whatever your antibiotics are or get some ointment and, and do the right thing. Yeah, absolutely. You'll fuck the team up. If once that stuff spreads in the gym, it can kind of just spread to everyone and then the kind of gym can't really do anything for a while. Yeah. It's really like you just if you if you suspect you got a thing, don't bring it in. No. Okay. All right. Cool, cool. Fam, thanks for listening. If you need help from us, bulletproof for bjj.com. Start your free trial, strength and mobility, and you'll see us there on the members area. Catch you next time. Woo.